the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When somebody comes and they say, I have believed in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to be baptized so I can make a profession of that faith to the world, we can't be selective in who we're going to allow. We're commanded to baptize them. We're looking at baptism today here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. As we continue our journey through 1 Corinthians, we encounter baptism and a look at just exactly what it is. We're also spending some time in Romans chapter 6, beginning in verse 6 and looking forward. It's all part of our continuing series of 1 Corinthians. Won't you join us? It's a very encouraging look at what it means to be a believer in Christ, inducted into his church. Here's Pastor Layton with today's study, verse by verse. Baptism represents a new allegiance, a new beginning, a new life. What was before is washed away. John the Baptism's baptism was an expression of allegiance to the repentance from sin. Sin being activity or behavior that is displeasing to God. But John's baptism was only part of the equation. It was the precursor, the introduction, the preparation. For John the Baptist was brought to prepare the way of the Lord. And repentance is a part of preparing the way of the Lord. Because the way of the Lord is repenting from sin and being obedient. And we can see that connection clearly as we continue our reading in Romans 6, chapter uh, chapter 6, verse 6 and following. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead... He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer the parts of your body to Him as instruments of righteousness. For sin shall not be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. And so grace and baptism and freedom from sin and life with Christ are all interconnected. Now, you notice that verse Uh, 7. We are freed from sin. You might want to circle that word from because some people think that we are freed to sin. And their thinking is like this. You mean the Bible teaches that every sin I have ever committed was 
was taken away by the cross, was taken care of on the cross? Yes. Hmm. And you mean that every sin I will ever commit was already taken care of on the cross? Yes. Yes, it was. Well, then why can't I just keep on sinning? And that's the way some people think. They think that they have been freed to sin instead of freed from sin. And that's why I suggested circling that word from. It's not a biblical concept to let sin reign. The grace of God should never be used as a license for sin. For sin is not a trivial matter. It costs Our Heavenly Father, the life of His only begotten Son on Calvary's cross, where He paid the wages of our sin. Sin is not a trivial matter to the Lord. And God knows the intentions of our heart. The Bible says that God will not be mocked in Galatians 6, 7. And if we use God's grace to excuse our sinful behavior, then we are mocking God. And if we mock God, the scriptures say we will reap what we sow. So by baptism, a believer makes a profession in faith, in, and allegiance to Jesus Christ as Lord, the one who reigns instead of sin. Now in Christ, we're not only free from the reign of sin, the dominion of sin. But we're also free from the judgment of sin. Let me ask a question. What was the first judgment by God on mankind because of their sin? The flood, was it not? Noah's flood. And so floods are sometimes used in the scripture to represent God's judgment upon sin. When mankind was full of sin, he pronounced judgment on it through a global flood and saved Noah and those who were with him. When the Egyptians wanted to enslave and kill the people of God, God drowned the Egyptian army. When Jonah was living in disobedience, not doing what God had told him to do, he was thrown overboard and would have drowned had it not been that God had provided a fish. So oftentimes, it's symbolic of or reminiscent of God's judgment. Therefore, those who go down into the waters of baptism really are going down into the waters of judgment and death, death that they deserve from God for their sins. And when they come back up out of the waters of baptism, it shows that they have safely come through God's judgment only because of the merits of Christ Jesus, with whom they are united in death and resurrection. And this connection is made clear by the Apostle Peter in 1 Peter 3.21, that baptism corresponds to the saving of Noah and his family from the waters of judgment in the flood. Now, not only does baptism identify us with Christ, but Christ chose baptism to be identified with us. 
Though Jesus had committed no sin, and there was therefore no need to be baptized into the baptism of repentance that John the Baptist provided, yet he chose to identify with the sinners that he had come to save in that baptism. God in human flesh, Jesus Christ, identified himself with sinful man through baptism. Hebrews chapter 2 says, Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Therefore, it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. And then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. And so by his baptism... Jesus identified himself with those he came to save. Now, some people have various questions about baptism. They ask, for instance, why should I be baptized? Well, let me give you some answers to some questions that people ask. Why should I be baptized? Well, for one thing, it's to follow the example set by Jesus. We call ourselves Christians. That word means follower of Christ. We follow Christ's example. And Christ chose to be baptized, so we should follow his example in being baptized. Secondly, because Christ commanded it. Jesus, in his great commission, said to his disciples, Go then to all people everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. Matthew chapter 28. This has always struck me as kind of peculiar because Jesus is commanding those of us who are already believers to baptize those who want to make a profession of faith in Jesus Christ. And uh, I've pondered about it, and I, I think I understand why Jesus did this. Let's take, for instance, the story of Sosthenes. Can you imagine if Sosthenes, after he had done those terrible things, to the Christians had come to a realization that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. And, and so he, he'd come to a faith in Jesus and he wanted to be baptized to make a public profession of that faith in Jesus. And so he goes to the Christian church, he knocks on the door, he tells them, I have become a believer in Jesus Christ, I want to be baptized. And they were to say to him, we don't like the likes of you. We don't want you around. We don't want to be associated with you. We don't want you associated with Jesus. And and the Christian church would have become an exclusive club. You had to have somebody inside to get you inside of the church. And Jesus said, no, we're not going to have an exclusive club. When somebody comes and they say, I have believed in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I want to be baptized so I can make a profession of that faith to the world. We can't be selective and who we're going to allow. We are commanded to baptize them. A third reason is because the apostles commanded that we be baptized. Peter, in his sermon in Acts chapter 2, said, Repent and be baptized, 
every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. That would be us, the other side of the world 2,000 years later. For all whom the Lord our God will call. And so the apostles tell us and command us to repent and to be baptized. And when we are baptized, it is yet another demonstration that we really are a believer. Because 1 John 2.3 says, We know that we have come to know Him if we obey His commands. It's all about obedience to following Christ when He bids us to come. You're listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. And we thank you for spending time with us today. As we close out our broadcast, we leave you with our website address. Great place to start if you would like to know more about us or Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno. That website is highlands.us, highlands.us. We thank you for spending time with us again and look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue our journey through 1 Corinthians, a final look at baptism here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.